And don't be afraid of failure because the best way to succeed in business is to be in business. And if you think about a lot of the, the, the businesses and entrepreneurs out there that have started businesses, their business starts off as something completely different than what they end up with. You think about hotels, for example, they start off as a root beer and lemonade stand in Washington, D.C., right? Uh, I mean, different story today, Airbnb, less assets is better, you know, arguable. But nevertheless, uh, Nintendo, they started off doing something completely different. They got into gaming, right? The list goes on. But the point is that show up. And that's your point, right? And so a lot of these successful people show up and they figure it out as they go. They have a plan, but you know, a plan is as good as you know, you get out there and reality happens to it, right? So show up, get it done. Don't be afraid is the message. And make sure that you're able to observe and make corrections. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hello, hello, everyone. This is your host, Sabrina, for another episode of the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. And today we have our another exciting guest and is Sal Marquez. And I've been on his podcast and had an awesome conversation. I'm so fortunate he's able to jump in here to share with you for the next 20 minutes. So Sal is a healthcare leader, entrepreneur. The other hand, he serves as a commercial business leader at Medtronics. Well, on the other hand, he serves healthcare leaders broadened by providing thought leadership through the work uh, for him and his team where they focus on Outcome Rocket Media and the Outcome Rocket Podcast. And he published over 650 interviews today. And he also would teach you how to become a thought leader and use your knowledge and thoughts as a podcaster, if you're so interested. So I'm so happy that he's here joining me. And so, so please introduce yourself. Hey, well, thank you, Sabrina. And uh, thanks to everybody tuning in. Yeah, you were on the podcast, did a phenomenal job. Stay tuned for that interview, everyone. Uh, when it goes live, we'll be sure to, to share it. Um, but yeah, I think you did a really great job and uh, the intro, and I'm looking forward to a, a good discussion. Amazing. So today we are here talking about leadership and uh, anything really come to mind on how did you transition in going into your journey from being corporate and then also thinking about there's a platform, there's a wave that you wanted to share all the screen knowledges from your 600, <laughs> over 600 interviews. How did you come about doing all that? 
Yeah, Sabrina, thank you. That's a really great question. And, you know, there's a book that I love and recommend. It is called Lynchpin. And I believe is Seth Godin, but Lynchpin is the name of the book. You Google it, you'll find it audible. Anyway, one of the things that Godin mentions is that to be a critical force, to be a critical contributor, you have to be like not replaceable. And how do you do that? And it it turns out that the way to do it is not to be afraid. We, through our lives in our educational system, are trained to be factory workers. It's not the best thing. Okay. And and the way our educational system, and by the way, the educators of this world are amazing. I mean, they don't get paid enough. They should get paid more. (laughs) And they're super important to our society. So recognition to them. But what happens is you get trained to follow rules, to sit down when the bell rings, to clock in, to clock out, do your homework, follow the rules. And what happens with that indoctrination through your whole life, and we all have to break out of it, I broke out of it, is that you get trained to follow the rules and to be afraid to color outside of the box. And you shouldn't be. And a lot of times you're afraid of something that really isn't real, like getting in trouble for doing something creative that could probably help your company. Um, that you work at as an employee. And so I find that a lot of people are afraid of coloring outside the box and you shouldn't be. So the message is don't be afraid to color outside the box. Sabrina, you're doing it, right? You're a PA. You're doing incredible things to the people, the society. Thank you so much for your service as a frontline worker. But in addition to that, you're also adding value to the to the audience today through the work that you're doing and coaching and thought leadership. And so that's one thing that I think it's important for people to take away is that question, that fear in the back of your mind that tells you don't do it. Because a lot of times if you do it, it's probably going to make you better off. Yes, it's so well said. There's so many things we thought we can do, we want to do, and then become all these ideas that we're just thinking over and over again. But how can you make it into a reality is by just show up. And easiest way is, hey, I have this big dream. Can I think as specific as I want it to be so that I can already paint a beautiful image for myself? And how do I feel once I get there? right? Even as people in healthcare, you might not want to be the CEO of your organization or whatnot, but you can still be someone who just bring out the best in your team. How proud would you feel at that moment? And then we can say, what is that one thing I can commit to today? I don't have to think about how I want to get there, but what about just like one step I want to do? And I think that's where I got to the point of I had to admit something I did was not working, right? Like that was the first step. And then figure out, well, we're all smart. And that's why we got to the position we're in right now. How can we flip the script and learn from other people who has experienced it so that I can be in a better spot that I can truly enjoy yourself? So uh, was that something similar to what you experienced when you kind of come through all that? Yeah, I mean, we I, we all run into those challenges and failure. I'm a firm believer, and you said, Sabrina, you know, just just show up, just get it done, right? And don't be afraid of failure because the best way to succeed in business is to be in business. And if you think about a lot of the the, the businesses and entrepreneurs out there that have started businesses, their business starts off as something completely different than what they end up with. You think about 
hotels, for example, they start off as a root beer and lemonade stand in Washington, D.C., right? Uh, I mean, different story today, Airbnb, less assets is better, you know, arguable. But nevertheless, uh, Nintendo, they started off doing something completely different. They got into gaming, right? The list goes on, but the point is that show up and that's your point, right? And so a lot of these successful people show up and they figure it out as they go. They have a plan, but you know, a plan is as good as, you know, you get out there and reality happens to it, right? So show up, get it done. Don't be afraid is the message. And make sure that you're able to observe and make corrections to the things that aren't working. And there is such a thing as if you put your head down and work and work and work, it's good. But if you have your head down the whole time and you're not looking up and around and listening, you're going to miss an opportunity. So you got to open your eyes and ears to those opportunities as they show up. Yes, yes. That's the key part. We can do the work. We can be so good at what we do. But if we're not open to receive, to think about what could be, what can even just elevate what already been done, then we're stuck again, right? Like uh, then we're just still following the path somehow we define for ourselves where other people define it for us and not really knowing how to excel. I feel like that's a lot of people who I work with is, oh, I should be further along by now, or I should be doing a lot more that I want to do, but I don't even know how that can be done because they don't have an internal system. They're just doing the work like a machine. And then we don't even challenge ourselves and question. So us healthcare professionals who own their own business, private practice, right? Or they start creating these novelties, even like Medtronic, all these devices companies, there's always something new that they're going forward. So how do you think people will want to keep themselves really be able to be more open to receive these new opportunities? Hmm. Yeah. You know, I believe that the new opportunities. So there's a quote that I love from Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's. Well, if you have you seen Founder, Sabrina, have you seen the movie Founder? No, I saw the trailer, but I haven't even seen the movie yet. Okay. So the story is there's two guys in California that started it, but Ray Kroc kind of made it to what it is. Ray Kroc was selling milkshake mixers and failing miserably. And this is one of his failed ventures, but he got a call from somebody in California. Nobody wanted to buy a single one, but this restaurant in California wanted to buy six of them. And he's like, what is going on here? Right? There's something there that I'm in Illinois. The guy was from Illinois, by the way, too. And uh, from Arlington Heights, Illinois, right down the street. And uh, so it speaks to me, right? Being from Chicago. And he drove all the way to California to find out why they wanted six. Turns out they wanted eight. But then he opens himself up to this opportunity that was McDonald's. And he saw it. He saw how quick it was. He saw how quick they got their, his hamburger, how delicious it tasted, how crowded the restaurant was. And he stayed committed. So had he stayed so hyper-focused on selling these mixers, he would not have seen the bigger opportunity that was McDonald's. So how does that translate into something you could do today? And I think it's very simple. I think if you have clear goals, what is your outcome? If you're very crystal clear, and Sabrina, you help people do that all the time. If you are crystal clear about what you want, the way to get there can be so flexible. So you can be flexible on how you get there. But if you are clear about what you want, you write, I'm a firm believer that you write it down 
you make a vision board. I love vision boards. I make them every year. We do one for our family and then I do one for myself. And um, if you're so crystal clear about what you want, then it's almost like you're being pulled rather than having to push yourself out of bed. You're getting pulled out of bed to get those things done. And so by being clear, you make yourself more flexible. You're, you open yourself up to these opportunities and you attract them. They come to you. I think you're so right. When we write things down, our memory actually get better. As their study being uh, written notes versus typing on a computer. And even that mm-hmm. is reinforcing what we actually want and not being distracted when the new bells and whistles come into our life. Yeah. Yeah. And when you create that vision board, it reminds you visually, right? All our five senses vision is most heightened one. So if we have some kind of image and picture that remind us what we truly want, then of course, it's easier to say no to the things that are truly not going to build our future value. Yep. And therefore, you can really be really good to say, heck yes, to all the things that you want to do and say firm no to all the distraction in life. And definitely, I totally agree in the sense of many people have passion and many people have this genius zone, but not many people understand how to put them together and only work in that middle ground because the polar opposite of just that passion, just what they like to do are really just distractions. So I know you are big on podcasting. And then as I'm starting out this journey, it's been fun and enjoyable. So how do you think thought leaders in healthcare can really use podcasts as a platform, either building their own or being on different shows to show up better? Yeah, Sabrina, I think that's, uh, you know, I love podcasting. As you mentioned at the beginning, Outcomes Rocket is is a healthcare podcast. We've been at it for four years, you know, over 600 interviews published. So the medium of podcasting is fantastic. You're able to connect with people from across the world or wherever you want. Uh, you could hyper-focus your area of, of expertise. You know, you're able to get on the mic and share what you know, but you're also able to collaborate with others to help them share what they know. And by doing that, you're really bringing attention to yourself as a thought leader. You're helping others share their voice. And in the back end of it is you have a website. So you have content. You put the show notes on there with keywords. You you put the transcripts on there. It becomes that much more content that you're delivering to an audience. You know, on the SEO side, your organic search ability uh, is better. And then also, you know, the idea that today in this digital environment, you know, you can't really meet people as often. So it's a great tool to leverage when access is a, is a challenge. And then finally, I think it was a report by uh, salesforce.com. And they said that the average touch points before a sale is 16. So if you're in a world where somebody ne- you need to touch somebody 16 times before you actually get them to experience the benefits of whatever you offer, you've got to get creative. And I believe that podcasting is a great platform. I also believe that it's one spoke in a wheel of many options. And you have blog writing and you have, you have articles inside of magazines, etc. So I do believe that it's hot right now and that it'll probably be hot for the next five to you know seven, 10 years. 
right now, not everybody has a podcast. Just like in the past, not everybody had a blog. But I think that's going to change. I think the majority of businesses and thought leaders will have podcasts. And if you don't, you better think about doing it because you'll probably get left behind. <laughs> it's a fun thing to do and, uh, and certainly uh, a lot of, of benefits to it. Yeah, I so agree with you. There are, if you think about like YouTube channel blogs, there's so, so many of them. And then versus podcasts is still the babies. And if we can act on earlier, have a voice, have a channel, really it's a show of our own. It doesn't matter if you're interviewing other people or you just speak on your own show for five, 10 minutes just to give your thoughts out there. People are looking for different ways to listen. And even for people who are not following, but they are listening to music on Spotify, on Google, uh, Amazon Music, and we can plug ourselves already into these existing platform. It's just another channel they're on. Yeah, totally. And, and so why did you start your podcast, Sabrina? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I think I started because I being a speaker on podcasts already being a year and as I'm talking to all the different hosts, they're saying to me at the same time, well, if you've already been speaking, why don't you have a place of your own? And because what I found is the interesting thing, just like me and Sal, we did podcast swaps and just have a more interesting conversation where it's hard to get people talking sometimes, but there's a platform to share your knowledge, to share your mind, share just whatever that you're passionate about in the bigger view. And it's not only for your own audience, but it's helping to expand, to join, to expand your network. I love it. Yeah. It's a great platform. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I should do it, but I don't know where to start. It's it's difficult. There's so many resources online and so many ways that you could get started that I'd say just do it. Like Sabrina said at the beginning, show up. Just show up and try one. And you'll find that it's not as as you're thinking about it. Right. Would you give, uh, I know you also teach about this as well. What would you say uh, are the best advices for the beginners? Do you want them, if they have an idea, do they reach out to you to talk about the concept? Or is more like, oh, I have an idea. I should pre-plan a few episodes, things like that. Yeah. You know what? Uh, so I guess I'll uh, bifurcate this one. So on the one hand, there is for established brands and existing businesses looking to expand their reach and start a podcast, we have teamed up with the company Smooth Podcasting that does a great job. It's a four-week turnkey process where you literally just have Smooth Podcasting do it for you. And then the production on the back end, everything gets done. So all you have to do is show up. That if you have a budget, a marketing budget, that smooth podcasting is is the route, smoothpodcasting.com. If you have a shoestring budget and you want to start, much like I started, is basically there's just Google how to start a podcast. It's amazing how much you'll find out there. But if I were to give you the basics, is get clear on your idea. And make sure that your your idea is tied to your goals and your mission and lock into it. Uh, we call it a controlling idea. You know, have your controlling idea well-defined. Once you have that, think about what you're going to do. Are you going to interview others or do it yourself? Once you know that's what you're going to do, think about how often you're going to do it. Keep that commitment low as you start so that you don't 
let yourself down. The key is to get started. And then once you get the hang of it, start faster. I would recommend, you know, if you're just getting started, commit yourself to doing that, that one, see how it feels. And then do say, commit to like two or three a, a month. And I think that is not too overwhelming for you to say, I, this is something that I could do. If you feel like that's a sweet spot, stay there. Otherwise scale up, you know? Uh, and and I, that would be my tip. Yeah. Amazing. I definitely started with Shoestream, but I know I'm not going to be good at doing the audio editing part, even though I know like the video teaser, all that stuff. So then I outsource those. I have my virtual assistant do part of it. I have someone who just doing the audio editing so they can publish. So you can still have a low budget, but keep yourself going. And I found that the one key component about performance and productivity is we have to delegate. I, we can't just take on additional things thinking it's fun and then we just do everything. You do what the fun thing is, which is speaking, which is discussing yep. and all the other background stuff, let someone else do it. And so you actually enjoy the process and not feeling like, oh, it's holding you back because all this editing part or engaging with your speaker, who's going to, you want to speak to, or you have to think about some topic of yourself. Yeah. Well said. Well said, Sabrina. Awesome. Well, this is amazing that you've been sharing a lot with us and how can people find you more? Do you want them to go to LinkedIn or go to your show? How do they want to reach out to you and find out more awesome stuff that you're being sharing for thought leaders? Yeah. Thanks, Sabrina. And again, just appreciate you having me on your podcast and, and all the work that you're doing for everyone in this community. Um, and appreciate everybody tuning in. If you want to continue the conversation, uh, yep. Look me up on LinkedIn, Saul Marquez, easy to find. If you want to listen to a healthcare podcast, outcomesrocket.health. And again, if you want to consider you know, podcasting, smoothpodcasting.com. Those are the three different ways that I'd say get in touch. You know, don't be afraid. Uh, get out there, show up, as Sabrina said, and uh, and certainly good things will follow. The quote that I, I was going to tell you earlier, and I and I got off track, was luck is a dividend of sweat, and the more you sweat, the luckier you get. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, everyone, please follow Saul. And uh, at the end, I always ask all our speakers. Despite we can all be experts in our own little field, but it's hard to be experts in all aspects of our life. So I asked our speaker to take that three-minute quiz to look at their whole life. What could be something that's holding them back, their roadblocks, but what could be things that just elevate everything in their life? So Saul also took this quiz. Um, what did you thought about it when you took it? Anything surprising to you or anything you want to change? Yeah, no, I thought, Sabrina, thank you. I thought it was a, is a really great quiz. It, it forces you to take a look at yourself and those areas that you're proud of and those areas that you're not as proud of. And so, you know, for me, I kind of revealed, hey, you know, I've got to spend a little bit more focused effort in what I eat and, and making sure that my personal fitness is uh, where you know I ideally want it to be. And so it was nice to see that and kind of get a kick of uh, humility there. <laughs> it's always, like you said, right? You got to figure it out. You have to have a, that area where you're always working on. And for me, it was, 
it was physical fitness. And so that's one that, that I'm definitely focused on here in, in the new year and, and definitely less about what, working out because I do that, but it's more about what I eat and what I put in my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. There's way too many delicious things in life, right? <laughs> so many good things. So many good things. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I so appreciate you. For anybody else who also wanted to have a quick little self-reflection, you can always go to sabrinarongback.com forward slash assessment to check that out yourself. You never know what you'll find. And thank you so much for everyone who's joining in. And we appreciate you. We want to hear your thoughts. So please leave a comment and review on iTunes. And you can go to sabrinarongback.com forward slash apple dash podcast. Again, thank you so much for just spending the time with us. I hope all of you have an awesome day until next week. Bye-bye. All right, my friend, how did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just... The tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more question on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash powerful passionate where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you're no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.